I always wanted to know what was over the next hill, so I pestered my parents to let me ride the 134-kilometer train ride alone to my grandparents' homestead in Woodrow, Saskatchewan. Grandpa had a challenge for everything, and he taught me delayed gratification from the train station to his home. He would get an ice cream cone and see who could make it last the longest. Make it last the 16-kilometer trip home. The ice cream tastes much better the longer it lasts. But this week, we're celebrating because of Mother's Day coming up, and we're going to talk about Grandma Hunter. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831 Living Your Best Life podcast, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, empower performers to podium, and you can tell your friends and relatives and people you know to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or YouTube and subscribe, download, like, rate, and review us and become an 831-er, someone who makes a difference in other people's lives because we've made a difference in inspiring you to live your best life. Well, we would arrive for supper from the train and Grandma Hunter would ask us to wash up and get ready to eat supper. She would ask if we were hungry and then add that she hoped we were because, well, she had made a special meal and pie for dessert. And then add with a smile, we'll put ice cream on top. I smiled at Grandpa because we had swallowed the last bite just before we arrived home. So Grandma wouldn't know we had dessert first. As Grandpa would say, my best life ever journey was shaped by the kindness of time, words, and lessons with my grandparents. Jim and Ada Hunter. Ada Hunter, as she was known by everyone else, but Grandma by me, made Sundays very special. She had meals fit for a king, and Grandma served on the best china with proper etiquette. They lived through World War I and Dirty Thirties and World War II and knew what it was like to be living day to day. They had the strength of character needed to get through the pain and the problems. And Grandpa was a blacksmith and a farmer. And I learned a lot about how to shape things for life working with him in the blacksmith shop. But it was the time I spent with Grandma Hunter and what she did as a mother in raising my dad that shaped things that gave me confidence for what I was to do ahead. Grandma taught me with music and reading, hours playing the piano and singing and developing my voice. I had a boy soprano voice, and although ridiculed a lot in those days for singing the way I did and wanting to sing in front of people, Grandma told me my voice was a gift given to me to share, so be bold and strong when you share it with others. Being unafraid in front of people, which is something I've always had, came from the preparation Grandma gave me. When we finished singing, she read stories to me and taught me the love of books. Grandpa taught me how to turn up the heat in the blacksmith shop and use the anvil of life, as he called it, to shape things, bending it to fit to do the right job. But Grandma backed it up with the choice of books. She would always plan ahead from the library so I would have inspirational material to read. She always was prepared for me rather than me having to prepare for her. Grandpa taught me about the face of the anvil and how you never marred it, for whatever metal you were shaping and bending would reflect any hurt or marring that happened to the face of the anvil. Their faces reflected kindness all the time. Grandma's teaching reflected this kind of kind communicating in such a way that you felt love and grace and joy and peace. It was a great place to spend my summers, and I would think about so many things that made the forge of life and training seem so easy to turn up the heat 
just when I thought I had no more to give and was reminded of those summers every time I thought I couldn't give more. Eventually, I could see my face in the metal of the character my dad taught me to take on the world. After my accident, I didn't have many clear memories of those summers I spent with Grandma and Grandpa. But over time, Mum reminded me that I spent weeks with them between the ages of 5 and 10. And as my memories came back, I remembered more and more things that I saw my dad doing. I realized that he could fix anything because of what his dad taught him as a blacksmith. But my love for books and to find out what was over the next hill came from the books and the music I learned from Grandma. We would read a book. Then she would ask questions that made you search and find solutions that made you find what they were up to. Why did they do it? What did they have to overcome? This curiosity thinking, as she called it, inspired me to think that way all my life. As time passed through my teen years, I could hear Grandma in my father's voice when he would challenge you to think it through. Over time, I learned that my dad was a teenager through the dirty 30s when people were struggling to make ends meet. Dad told me once about how lunch, many days, was a piece of bread folded in half and a piece of lettuce stuck in between. Then he rode the bike to and from school, a 10-mile round trip every day because his parents didn't have enough money for gas to drive him. So many things Grandma told me gave me the courage to try what seemed impossible and the gift of raising my dad the same way. It's as if Grandma's voice was speaking to me when Dad spoke to me, and I would hear the kind voice of my dad's mother. The kindest thing Grandma did was live the lessons they taught. They taught my dad, and he taught me. It was what I observed in their lives that made the biggest difference, giving me a solid and strong perspective to live the best life ever. Grandma lived through tough times, yet made the most out of what she had. That creativity inspired me to just look at what I had each time I thought it was hard and see that I had more than enough. If I would just go as far as I could, she would say, when you get there, you will see what you have to do next. But you can't see what you have to do next if you don't start. Thank you, Grandma Hunter, for raising my dad to think, create, and study people in history. Thank you for teaching me curiosity thinking. Why did they have to do what they did? Who did it benefit? Where will it take us? What's important now? When does it have to be done? And how will it help everyone? Thank you, Grandma Hunter, for giving me the tools for the best life ever and for giving me a dad who taught me what you taught him. Thank you for listening, folks. I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life the next time we meet. My quote for the day, people who ask lots of questions are curious, and there is a great chance they will have the answers. <laughs>